Hi, I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft, and I'd like to welcome you to this podcast. If you're somebody who is into CNC machines and love to create amazing projects, and you've gotten to this point where maybe you can make money with this thing, or maybe you are already in business, but you're not doing so well. Well, I want to really welcome you to this podcast, well, specifically to this podcast series, where you're going to start to learn what it takes to actually create a business that has growth to it, where it can sustain itself. This is a mentoring session with a guy named Mark, who found me on YouTube. Mark is somebody who was getting tired of life, the nine to five type of thing, and decided that he wanted to venture out into something that he could call his own, that was of his creation, and he could feel good about it, and got into CNC, specifically CNC routers, and ironically, he got the long mill CNC router, which I also got and completely endorse. But once he got the machine and set it up, he had no clue what to do, how to move forward with the business. He didn't know what he was going to do or how he was going to make money. When he found me, he contacted me and asked me to mentor him. And so that's what this is. It's a series of mentoring sessions. I told him if we're going to do this, we're going to make it public and we're going to do it in uh, episode by episode. Every time we, he, I mentor him, it gets published. So this is the fourth. As I said, if you are on this podcast for the first time and you have not seen the other ones, then you must go back. You will not understand the the progress that's being made if you don't go to the first mentoring session and move on from there. So down in the description will be links to the first, second, and third podcasts, as well as the YouTube videos that I also applied to this, so you can follow it there. If you've been around and watching this or been on this podcast and just enjoying it, perhaps you could support what I do to help you by buying me a cup of coffee. Yes. Then the description is a link where you can donate to the IDC Woodcraft podcast and the YouTube channel to help me support you, to sort support me to help you continue to become a more amazing CNCer and even more importantly, if you want to get into business, make money and have a lot of success with it. So down in the description is a donation link. It's buy me a cup of coffee. Go ahead and donate. And if I get $1,000 or by the time I get $1,000, I will dance on my CNC router. So without further ado, we are going to get into this with Mark. First, I just have to do a 30-second blurb to announce the podcast service that I use. So just bear with it, and then we'll jump right into the mentoring session with Mark, episode four. Well, hey, Mark. It's uh, good to see you again. Session number four. So I've got a, a, an email from you. Uh, we had to offset our <laughs> our little uh, mentoring session because you had a show that you went to. So this was like your first formal show. Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So before we get to the mentoring, let's 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 hear about it because you sound like you were pretty excited. You saw some success. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a last minute thing. Um, so my partner Katie, she has. Uh, uh, been family cottaging up uh, up north uh, Ontario, um, basically since she was born. She's been up there, and she she's a bit of an artisan herself. She she makes uh, a silver jewelry uh, pendants and so on. And this year, she was invited into uh, their annual marketplace that they have. There's a, a central hotel club place that everyone meets around. All the islanders meet around. Anyway, uh, so she was uh, she was invited. She's not 
been working on her silver this year. She's been uh, focusing on other stuff. And um, I was like, well, maybe that's something I could do. And kind of last minute, they said, sure, come on in. So I scrambled for uh, for five days to make a bunch of product for the show, get all ready for it. Um, my first show wasn't originally supposed to be for another month. So I, I kind of scrambled and... Uh, there's some there's some interesting stories of, of trying to trying to get ready for it, but uh, it was it was quite successful. Um, uh, Renee and Blake were absolutely there. Uh, it was um, that my ideal target was, uh, you know, the socialite cottager that plays tennis, that is wealthy and entertains, and um, you know likes the good things and wants different and unique things for for her place and. Blake was absolutely pumping his chest and he was there and uh, <laughs> I didn't actually have enough big boards and I didn't have anything with juice grooves that would, you know, help him uh, kind of take off the literally, you know, Hey, I, I've got, you know, 10 steaks I'm taking off the barbecue on, on Friday kind of thing. Um, so I, I didn't have any product for him at all. Uh, but, uh, but it was good. And then, the, uh, the other thing is that I want to talk to you a little bit about this, um, kind of identifying uh, Renee and, and focusing on her. So just so everyone knows. Um, and, and yeah, so this is you, uh, you yeah. the stuff that I've been doing. Here, but a lot of people don't know what I've been, what I'm, what I'm selling and I'm making. So there's, uh, there's, there's the custom boards. I know for, you know, high-end board makers and experienced board makers, this is more of the amateur style. But for the consumer, uh, they love this. So it was this kind of style, um, very much a Chris, Chris DeVos style uh, board. Um, what I did, the CNC thing, is I made my uh, I made my tree. That's my signature tree, uh, very similar to the Group of Seven, Canadian famous artists. And I also then went ahead and lasered on my logo on the back. So I don't know if you can see the CNC back here, but I've added a laser to the long mill. Um, so I'm able to uh, do both. Uh, routing now and laser work on my CNC and then I, I filled it in with epoxy black epoxy which I've never done before but uh, on untreated wood it filled in a little bit and I've got shadows of, of epoxy going into into holes. Uh, I had a situation where a customer dropped a board after they brought it home $250 board um, I had to refund because somebody dropped it and and I thought best that it's a small community with lots of people that talk. I, I brought it back. I can fix it and resell it. Um, but, uh, but there was that. So, um, and I made a lot of really good contacts. A woman there that uh, she, she, for 15 years, she's been doing the, the circuit. Uh, her avatar, uh, as far as Renee and mine, are very similar in that sense. So because we don't compete in the same product, um, she was willing to sit down, uh, have a cup of coffee with me the, the Saturday morning. And then we're actually meeting this Friday to, to speak again. And she's going to basically break down the entire calendar, where to go, who to contact. And I should be able to get a, a show set up between now and Christmas. So, and so you just up. said you just said Renee and sitting down with Renee. No, 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 Renee, Renee, no, Renee was. Uh, I'm saying that there was a woman that uh, was also a vendor at the market, and okay. her, her her avatar is similar to mine, uh, in that she targets Renee. That's her. Uh, okay. Okay. Similar avatar. Mm -hmm. So for the past 15 years, she's been going to all these shows and kind of figured out which ones are the good ones to go to. And, um, and then this is, this is the other thing I want to talk to you about here is, 
she was saying, she was telling me like a bunch of products that I should be making to sell to these people. Um, and cause my price points at the show started at one, one, one fifth, I had one small board cheese board for 150, but everything else was 175 with the highest at 225. And these are all prices are all Canadian, by the way, everyone. Um, I didn't have the uh, problem. Yeah, let me let me just stop for a second. I guess, uh, yeah, you've gotten into the habit of realizing that I'm recording this for YouTube, and so mm -hmm. as Mark is talking, he's he's actually talking as if there's other people out here. Um, so it's for the benefit of uh, anybody else who's looking for this kind of information. Yeah. Um, that this is a paid mentoring session. Marcus paid me to mentor him into business. And, and part of the agreement was to record it. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm reading the comments and uh, and some personal messages. So um, I just thought I'd speak to, the, to, to you as well. Right. That, uh, kind of like, what the hell is he doing here? Right. Um, anyway, so, so this other woman, um, she was suggesting that uh, I start making other kind of smaller products, uh, uh, products that are kind of like the $50 and less um, kind of range. And so I was looking at some of the things that she was telling me that would sell and I'm kind of going, well, that that's totally not artisan quality stuff. It's, um, it, it's, it's not Walmart, but it's definitely not the high end stuff that I want to be producing and, and to be known for. But as she said, do you want to be known for making really good boards but be broke? Or do you want to make money at these shows and sell shit? Like that that was her comments. And I'm like, I want to sell shit. And I also want to be known for making high quality stuff. Um, so, so is there another avatar that I need to look at that's at these shows and, and kind of have my table set up so that I've got that avatar covered and, you know, and look at the show and go, oh, that show is you know, Renee's going to be there, but maybe it's, maybe it's knickknack Nancy. I just made that up on the spot. That's no. a good one. But maybe she's looking for artisan knickknacky woody stuff. I don't know, like woodland creatures or things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, how many avatars are you going to create? Yeah. So you, you, one of the first thing is, is you've defined a niche, right? Your niche is uh, Renee and Blake. Right now, yep. there's going to be offshoots there. So Renee is uh, she's a bigger spender. She sp spends money on herself. Blake spends money to maintain an image. Impressive. Right. Yeah. Um, however, there are smaller Renees and there's bigger Renees, right? Or 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 more frugal Renees. And there's right. uh, more um, what's the word lush Renees, if you will. And yeah. and the same thing with Blake. So yeah, as long as you stay in that niche, that um. It, it's it's so easy to start creating other stuff and start you start getting uh, outside of your box and that starts to create to create the confusion so you want to be really aware of is that product in your niche is or is does it like uh in in the in the the grayer zone of your niche as far as as opposed to being further out so right. let, let's start off with some of the things that she suggested what kind of things uh would yeah would so, so the conversation around woodland creatures you know silhouettes of woodland creatures and different colors of wood um and i'm using exotics so you know i you know you've got uh yellow heart and purple heart and paduk and um wengi and all that kind of stuff so i mean it, it's expensive woods but they're not i mean it's just beautiful colors and that was 
that was the funniest thing. I almost need a sign that says, these are not stained. This is natural wood color. The amount of times I had to answer the temp question, um, which is fantastic. But uh, um, the, the, other, the other thing is she was suggesting is all those kind of kitschy signs. She's like, you know, five shows I know of, the kitschy sign guy is gone. Um, he's either moved or he doesn't do the shows anymore. He's gotten too old, that kind of thing. So what kind of signs? The kitschy signs, like the kitschy, um, kitschy like um, you know the sayings. You know all the all the signs have got the fun sayings, like oh, look, it's the wine catchy, o'clock. Catchy signs. Yeah, and we okay. call it kitschy, but yeah. So okay. it's like it's wine. It's wine o'clock uh, all the time. Right, or, right. I've never I've never seen a bad bottle of wine. That kind of stuff, you know, right. or um, you know, live, laugh, love, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Right. Those those signs. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm looking at those signs, and Blake and, and and Renee are not into those signs. But as 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 this woman was telling me, she's like, "But they sell." And she's like, "You could probably do a thousand dollars, you know, a show just in those signs." Okay. And she's like, I, "I bet you can get some cheap wood and knock them out." I'm like, "Yeah, I could." Um, and there's lots of people that do it. Um, so my, my, my question to you is, and, you know, I've got a piece here. It's, do, I, do I take MDF and I go, go online and grab all those little fun sayings and, and rattle off, you know, 50 of these things for the next show? And does that then turn off uh, Renee and Blake? Well, actually, it'd be Renee at these shows, Blake doesn't come to these shows. Right, right. So that's a really good point. Um, that was one of my thoughts as you were talking. So if you've got a table with $230 cutting boards, yeah. and on that same table are your catchy little signs that cost $30, sure, there's, yeah. there, there, there's a distinct drawdown of the quality of your or the price con- the price mindset that that board would be. They're, they're seeing $30 here, and then they see $200 here. There's such a discrepancy that, okay. that, the, that the potential customer is going to mentally draw the, the value. You will not sell as many cutting boards. If you go in that direction, it's not so bad that you do that, but you want to make a distinct separation from your boards to your thing. So ideally, your spouse would be at that table. You'll be at this table. Right. right. It, there's, there's a very distinct separation. Um, so yep. it, it, it's okay to go into it, but you, I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? There's, there's, there's this very distinct thing. And so that creates, you have kitchen, kitchen cutting boards and, and kitchen coasters or whatever. And then that sets up, something of a bit of a confusion for for Renee or Blake right they're not they're not seeing it as treat me special I am treating myself special be just by that very nature they are spenders so yeah. it's not that it's a bad idea it's just how do you get into it and keep them independent right right I'm, al- I'm almost thinking um, and, and so now just kind of off the top, um, you know, my daughter's kind of coming of that age where she may want to have a little side business. So maybe, you know, she, she learns to outsource product from somebody that she doesn't know how to make. And maybe she and I design them together 
and then she's at these shows. So, you know, she that's her side business, right? So she's got her business where she's the sign kid. And then dad's over here doing the high end stuff. That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. You know, what, what makes that so cool is there's a, a, a very cool alignment with Renee in doing that. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if you can make the connection before I tell you what that well, connection is. I, I'm thinking that Renee is an entrepreneurial woman. She's a strong woman. She um, She's independent and she's she's supportive of young girls kind of succeeding and taking charge in their lives. And I think that they would acknowledge and reward her for doing that and, and see that as a good thing. And then, and then as an extension of that, see dad helping her and going, this is a really cool thing that they're doing. And it would increase the, um, I don't know, the presence, the value of, of kind of what we're doing and kind of buy into the whole story. Mm-hmm. Yep, you you just amped Renee's spending ability up a notch, or spending desire, by cool. with that kind of concept. And you're you're dead on. Renee is okay, all about. Okay, so well, let me ask you this. Let me, this is now this is now kind of the thing. Uh, what if my daughter doesn't want to come? I is it is it un? Uh, this okay. So this this is where crowd comes in. I'm going to ask you, Garrett, because you're mentoring me, but I'm sure the audience has got a lot to say about it. Um, and this is the weirdness, everyone, about me putting my life out there. Yeah. I, I I have to get some thick skin to read some of these comments, let me tell you. But you know, um, if you're feeling it, other people are feeling it. But if if yeah, true enough. If so let's say Sophie doesn't show up, can I say that? My daughter made these. <laughs> oh, is that is that like totally off the mark? No. You know, that, no. where does that sit on the ethics and the moral side of no, so so you know you you have artisan carving boards. That's yeah. that's your business. That's your sign. Next yeah. table says uh, uh, you know the kid sign or whatever. You know it's yeah. and and your daughter happens not to be there. Somebody's walking by. You say that's supposed to be my daughter's thing, but she's got something to do today. She already had this yeah. planned out, but she's got a sport event or whatever. Um, yeah. With her mom, know, whatever. Yep. Yep. Renee's gonna totally get it. You're you know. It's, it's a family. You got to do what you got to do. True enough. That's a, that's actually kind of a cool idea because we've been talking about doing something like this back in the day when we drive back and forth to uh, to my mom's or grandma's. We you know do stories in the car and it turned into like this whole thing around daddy daughter bakery and we make up all these stories and all that kind of stuff and she's always like daddy can we do something together so maybe this is it. It that's might gonna, be. That's kind of cool actually. That is kind of cool. Yeah, that would appeal to. I don't think it'll appeal so much to Blake because ego's too big, but but yeah. Renee, it, not only Renee, but it's going to expand into uh, mommy, mommy Mary, right? Yep, 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 totally, and and potentially culinary Kathy too. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, is once they know that there's this connection, you know, you, you, you make it very intentional when you're talking to a customer that uh, you immediately connect, you know, as they're looking at your stuff uh, in the first few sentences of your dialogue. Yeah. And there's my daughter. She's got her own business. We, we finally got it set up. We're trying this daddy daughter thing together. Yeah. You might even be able to have that sign up there. Daddy daughter for real. Uh, and, that, and that's, that's a story and that engages people. 
you know, because yeah. in some way, shape, and form, almost all of us didn't have that wish of having the daddy daughter or the da father son thing. Yeah. So that's yeah, gonna that's that gonna too. get you. Yeah. So so there you go. So the idea is when this lady was talking to you, and this is the other stuff you can sell. Um, Maybe yeah. that's the branding. Could be. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, that was that was useful then. Yeah. Uh, the the other the thing is though is, is that you got to pay mind to how much stuff you're making and how far off the beaten path you get, because the the further out you go, the more you get lost in the woods. Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw that too at the show. There was this one um, vendor that was all over the map, and you know that whole conversation of what do you do and what's going on, and it was it was really hard to see what she was up to. And she just had lots of, lots of everything. Yeah. But that's okay. That, that, that's, that's a good, good point. So uh, as your business is now, how would you define your business in, in one or two sentences? It, um, say more. How would you define your business in one or two sentences? As, as how much money it's making or what I do? What you do. What I do, well, right now I'm making artisan uh, handcrafted cutting boards and um, carving boards. Kitchen, kitchen items. Yeah. Carving okay. boards, cutting boards. Yep. Yep. The artisan, what I found when I was talking to people is the term artisan cutting board really seems to resonate with people. Okay. And then, because I'm a crap speller, the, the artisan woodcraft, they got the thing and then we had something to laugh about. And then, you know, they would say, yeah, I, I, my husband can't spell or I can't spell. I make those mistakes all the time, too. <laughs> and then it was, well, what's the word that you struggle with? And it's like restaurant or, yeah. you know, those kind of things. And anyway, it became a, a funny thing that I could use that that in on, um, pardon the pun, but the in, an art is in woodcraft as opposed to artisan woodcraft. Right. So I am the... So I, the line kind of started to go, yeah, it's artisan woodcraft by art is in woodcraft, right? And people are like, oh, that's so funny, ha, ha, ha. Anyway. Okay, so, yeah, that's so good. I think, I think that's, you know, that, that's predominantly the, uh, the space that I'm in. Um, now, one of the other questions came up because I'm staring right through there because my shop is, my shop effing blew up, okay? Let me, did I tell you? I think I yeah, I yeah. No, 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 well, no, you didn't. I just want to stop okay. you for a second. I just want to okay. make a point. You were able to define your business in a sentence. I make uh, artisan carving carving boards and other kitchen items, right? Yeah. So you want to add in higher end carving boards, right? Uh, well, I thought know, that's where, that's where right. the artisan word came in. Okay, okay. Um, the the point know, is, and, is this woman that you were seeing, you said you couldn't quite figure out what she was doing. Did you talk to I her? I had no idea what the hell she was doing. I did. I went in and, you know, tried to understand. And I'm like, well, how did you learn how to do this stuff? And how did this all work? And it was, it, and I think I am not the avatar, put it that way. Uh, I know that. And so I didn't get what she did. I thought some of the stuff she did was kind of neat and cool, but I didn't get it. You know what I mean? And it wasn't for me. Uh, Katie bought a piece. She loved it. She thinks it's great. Um, but I would never have gone and, and bought that as a gift either. And I, I just didn't get what she was up to. Okay. So that's the point. Your your table is clear. You were selling, you know, you had cutting boards. Yep. Right? Artisan. <laughs> so I had all the things. Right, I had right. Like 12 cutting boards on the table. 
crystal clear. Yeah. Her her business, uh, she's not crystal clear. No. Yeah, unless unless she's or whatever. But anyway, I just want to make that point of why that, that's why I wanted to make a point of clarity is so important. The more you present clarity to your customer, the more you're gonna uh, get that oh. that customer that's interested, and the one that isn't interested is not gonna spend any time looking at your yeah. stuff. She had a lot of people looking at her stuff because she had so much shit on the table, uh, and she was talking to a lot of people, but yeah. she wasn't making a lot of sales. That's correct. Because people were like, you know, oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. It's just, you, you get them. You get my drift, right? Yeah. The people I, I you think, were talking to were, pardon me? The people you were talking to were intrigued by what you made. Yeah. So the way I set it up is, is the table I had, um, I, I, I basically said, these are the exotics, right? And so I had intentionally made some stuff with some really bold colors, like really high um, uh, yellow heart in the boards, so they'd pop out and people are like, what is that? And so it was a question and the kids came by and they're like, you know, I'd always, you know, kind of engage the kids. I'm like, do you think that's the real color of the wood or do you think I painted it? And they're like, no, you painted it. What doesn't come, come in red and purple and yellow? And I'm like, it does. And then, and then I had the other half of the table, which was domestics. And the conversation came in about um, wood sourcing on the exotics as well. Uh, so I had prepped for that um, to find out where I source my wood from. And, and the way I'm doing it is I'm going to my local mill and I'm buying shorts and offcuts and trim pieces. Uh, and I'm, I'm pulling out of it what I can salvage from it. The average Joe that's buying from this mill is unable to, and that's just not their business. They're, they're buying eight foot straight boards clean. And anything else that's not there, they're chopping off four feet and leaving at the uh, at the mill. And wow. that's what I'm picking up. And I'm telling these people because they're like, oh, well, isn't that endangered? And I'm like, it's on one of the two international lists as a to watch, but it's already here and it's going to go into the chipper at the end of the month. So I'm saving it from the chipper so you can enjoy its beauty. And people are like, oh, okay, I get that. So because where I was, they were, it, it's an environmental environment. Yeah. It's a natural environment. So people love to see sustainability and all that stuff. So right. that was the other thing that um, everybody I spoke to, except for Blake, uh, was all about the sustainability of stuff. So I had to, I had to quickly address that. Um, and, and some of the other boards too, um, we, have, we have the um, ash boar beetle up here. And it's destroying the ash population. Yep. But what it's doing is it leaves some amazing um, artifacts in the wood, and it pulls out, and it's able to to show to show it. It's 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 actually a really cool thing. I'm like, look, we're saving. You know, the, the trees are getting cut down anyways, so we're putting them to use in artistic uh, ways. And people, are, oh, that's kind of neat too. So there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Right. Okay. The ash borers destroying ash everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and that's cool they, though. That's I'd never thought about the the character that's put into the wood. Oh before. god, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's like it. it, it I'll, I'll send you some pictures of it. Um, but it's uh, and I don't have any here. But it's um, but here's the thing. Like, you know, this is the fun part that I, the story that I was telling people. I don't know if you can see the figure in that, but yeah. that board at the top. When I when it was given to me and I didn't take a picture, I think I will going forward. It was literally covered in mud. I had to take the hose to it, wash the mud off before I put it on the, uh, and then let it dry for a couple of days before I put it on the tools to mill it. And then it started to mill out, and that started to come up. And I was like a little kid in a candy store, jumping up and down. I'm like, oh my god, look at this! This is beautiful. 
three dollars for this are you effing kidding me <laughs> like that's part of the fun of, of of that you know and anyway um the other thing um the other thing that happened is because i wasn't prepped for this um and and i learned a, a wicked valuable lesson about getting prepped um is i took all of my raw boards up with me to the to, to the cottage to finish them, to do my final sand, to, 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 to pop the grain, do my final sand, to oil them and to wax them. And um, I was letting them dry and I didn't know where this, like I didn't know what the sun pattern, it was cloudy day and we went out for a boat ride and came back. And the sun had come across the, uh, the back area of this cottage where we we're staying. And um, seven of my boards all checked like, like literally the the ends of the boards exploded because they were moist to, to raise the the grain and then the sun came in and just dried them out and they all cracked and checked and um i mean i could fix them but i couldn't fix them up there and i, I probably could have sold probably five or six more boards because they were the really cool ones with wicked okay. figure in them and, and all this cool pattern so these ones that you already built i had built them yeah okay. i had built them they were all sanded, routed, handled, everything ready to go. I just couldn't get them uh, uh, final sanded and oiled before I went up. So I chose to do that because I had five, I had 10 days before the show. Right. So I was going to do that up there. And um, anyway, I ruined seven boards. Uh, I was able to save two up there. But yeah, seven boards are literally firewood right now. I'm going to try and save them. But uh, yeah, it was a waste. I was... I don't know if you can okay. hear down there, but I was quite upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that noise was. Okay. Yeah, the birds uh, all left the trees when I came home that day. Right, right. Okay, so at the end of the day, what did you take home from your show? This is basically your first <laughs> your first formal money toward your goal, which is $5,500. 55, yep. 5.5K in six weeks, and we are in two weeks right now. Yeah, so I did. I, I did my list. There's my list. So, um, can you see that? Okay. Yep. So, explain this to me. Okay. So, um, on on this side here, because it's showing up in the camera reverse. So that's the dates of sales. Okay. That's the dollars that was sold. Sold, and then I added what it was, and then a cumulative total coming down. So at the end of the show, uh, at the end of the weekend, uh, since we started this, I'm at. Two two nine five, so twenty two, so twenty three hundred bucks. Um, you are fifty fifty percent there already. I am, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm pretty pretty jacked about it. It was uh, the first lady, the first lady um, when she bought the board. It, we're still in COVID and all that stuff. We had to wear masks. The first lady that bought the board, um, uh, Janet was her name. I, I walked around and I gave her a big huge hug and I'm like, thanks for validating me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that that first sale is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was a high, and and after that, it was just you know, it wasn't huge, but I mean, it rained for three days. Um, it wasn't advertised, and people didn't know about it. Uh, Fifty percent of the community up there isn't around because they're American and they couldn't cross the border. Uh, and then there was just a bunch of people seasonally that weren't up there. So, I think it was fantastic for the people that went went through, and I was the second highest sales uh, vendor at the market. Oh, so, really? Um, yeah, for my first time out, I was I was quite quite pleased with it. Um, now the big thing is the people that I met. So I already spoke about the woman, 
but I have uh, two orders for wine barrel staves. Um, they want custom sayings on them. Uh, so that's, those are, I sell those for 110. Um, so I've just got to meet with them this week. Uh, then I got a call from my, uh, my client down in, in Niagara and he wants 10 more wine barrel staves with his logos engraved on it. Plus he wants a couple other projects, but I know for sure the wine barrel staves because I have an order. So that's another 550. I just haven't received the cash yet. So on this sheet, is it cash or invoice? What, what classifies going on this sheet? Uh, when money comes in the door. Okay, so cash, not an invoice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have been uh, following um, a couple out of Houston, Texas, uh, and they do the realtor cutting boards as gifts as a, as a segue into their business. Mm -hmm. So uh, my first uh, person I was speaking with, um, as not the first person, I've spoken to many, uh, but the first person has come back and has, and has said that she wants, uh, she wants 10 boards. And the 10 boards um, I'm doing at a wholesale cost of 125 bucks. Okay. It'll be a welcome home board. It'll, on the front end, it'll be their name. And then on the back side, it'll be contact information and all that stuff. So uh, that, that'll be the board. So again, we're negotiating right now, but if that works, that's another 1,200, sorry, when that works, that'll be another 1,250 bucks. And again, um, I want to talk to you about niche. So Libby comes in, loves the boards, loves everything I'm doing. And she says, hey, we've got a rustic cottage. Um, we're up, upgrading it. Um, got a kind of a, a hand-me-down kitchen that we're throwing in this thing. And um, the countertop is ugly. We're replacing it. Can you make one of your boards out of the exotic woods as a countertop? And I'm like, yeah, I can. How much? Don't know. How big, you know, how, how big, how long, how deep, all that right. kind of stuff. So, um, I know it's not within, within the niche and within the product offering that I'm doing, but it, all it is is an eight-foot-long cutting board, basically. Um, and I can handle through my planer, I can handle 26 inches. So, um, uh, so th sorry, through my sander. So I, I, can, I can mill the work up and I can do the work. So um, I'm guessing somewhere between three and five is kind of the price. And she wants that done within the next three weeks. 3,000, so, Yeah, so three to 5,000 bucks. So I'm, I don't know where that one's going to go. Uh, so but that might, that, and that came of the show as well. So that's, that's kind of sitting there. So if, if the current orders and quotes I have out, that's another two grand. And then if Libby shows up, that's another three to five. So I, without, I, right now, all I need to do is follow up on these other ones. And I, I think the two staves are a go. They just wanted to decide colors. They won't, I didn't have enough inventory for them. John's a go. I just got to go pick up the check. And Irene is, um, we just got to work out a design pattern that she likes. And in that case, then I've got another 2000 sitting somewhere in the ether of, of, uh, prospecting. Right. So, and I've okay. got one, two, three labor day weekend four five shows coming up in the six week target okay all right so you just loaded me down with information um so first of all let's just talk about the countertop um yep. by all means it, it, it's it's a just a big cutting board so absolutely Pretty much. So you're not outside your niche it's still kitchen product and yep. you have upsell and cross-sell potential with that 
Right. She's she, got she's quite influential. She's uh, she's definitely uh, Renee. Her husband is absolutely Blake. Um, and um, he, oh, actually, no, her husband's not Blake because he doesn't have all the insecurities. This he's he's the real deal. He's a he's a rock solid stand up kind of guy. Um, that's the only bit that uh, he's. But as far as that, you know, kind of come have the barbecue and you know let's do all that stuff and come on over and don't worry, I've got steaks in the freezer and you know beer on beer on ice and all that stuff. Yeah, he's he's definitely that guy. So yeah, he's, he's the one that when you get that thing done, they're going to invite you over for dinner, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I was already invited over for dinner just to have a look at it. So yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> we just didn't have we ran out of time, but yeah, right. right um, yeah. So how can you time. how can you over deliver? How can you give Renee with the countertop more than what she expected? Well, well, I mean, my initial my initial thinking was there was a, a board that she liked. I actually pulled it out of my inventory uh -huh. and put it put it back. So she'll I'll, I will give that to her as a gift as a thank okay. you gift. All right. Um, and she was commenting on how um, her her mother's I think it's her mother's place would want one of the wine barrel stave um, things. So that'll also be a gift for her. my cost is like five bucks you know it's but i sell it for 110 you know so i can give that i can give that away to her um yeah. oh that was the other thing sorry i'll, I'll come back to that but remind, no, that's okay I, i'm looking up wine barrel stays because i have no idea what a wine barrel okay now i see yeah look up wine barrel stave candle holder candle holder oh okay very cool. You know the hardest thing with that is the bits because it's it's French oak, it's French okay. white oak okay. that has been um, compressed. Yeah, I'm going to share my screen briefly oh, so perfect. people who are watching this mentoring session. That's exactly it. So these are the the, the parts of the wine barrel, and they're that's just, correct. Yeah, those are called staves. Yeah. Okay. All right, very cool. Yeah. And if you go on my Instagram page too, you'll see you'll see one. But if you go up to the top, yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah. So those, so the challenge with those is to make sixty of them. Or sorry, to make sixty holes. Um, you you go through and and dull out a drill bit, and the drill bits are one and seven eighths, uh, Forstner bits, uh, okay. high end. So it the drill bit almost becomes a consumable. I've already had it sharpened twice, and the last time it's in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like whoever, whoever thought a $65 drill bit's a consumable you know what I mean you but, might want to find uh, one that has inserts in it I, inserts. well yeah I'm actually, I've actually got a carbide one coming in from Germany it's like 165 bucks but they said if it I should be able to get like 500 uh, holes before it needs to be uh, sharpened okay. so alright anyway so where were we going we're, yeah so we we're just talking about um, we we're just talking about the the uh, butcher block cutting board and all that stuff right for uh for, for libby um the other thing too i was doing is when people were uh buying the boards uh i'd reach back and i'd give them a tin of board butter and say look you're going to want to maintain this at the end of the season you're going to want to butter this thing up and make sure it's uh it's nice and um uh, oiled up so that when you come back it's it's in beautiful pristine condition and it can you know, kind of soak up all the oil over the season, over the winter. And um, people are like, oh, and I can use this on my other boards. And I'm like, yeah, and here's a card on how to care for your boards. Oh, you know, I never knew how to do that. And I'm like, well, do you have a cast iron pan in the, in the house? Yeah, I don't know how to deal with that either. And I'm like, well, 
okay, here's the instructions for this. Give me your email address, and I'll email you the instructions on how to manage your cast iron uh, frying pan, too, that uh, Uncle Bob or, or Grandma Mary gave to you. And so um, there was that, you know, that, that good connection. They really appreciated, because I had it listed for 20 bucks, okay. right? And on the invoice, I'd handwrite, you know, large board butter, $20 gift. You know, and then, and that was, so that's what they got on the thing. So it, it seemed to go over well. And if there was a couple of people that I knew who they were that were somewhat influential um, and they were talking to me about their boards, I'd give them a small tin of board butter and the, um, what do you call it? And the, the, the care card so they could take it home. So they actually had my information and they had everything back at the, uh, at the cottage. So um, I don't know what will come of that, but I gave like 10 of those away as well. Okay. My, my cost is like, I don't know, I think a buck fifty or two fifty or something like that, all in with tin making the stuff, the oil, the the label and everything. So Right. Okay. Yeah, if it doesn't cost much. When when you're dealing with someone where you're randomly giving it to them, that, that no, may not no, was, well, not randomly. I mean you talk to people, but there wasn't like any uh sale included. Uh no. and or were these potential sales. These are potential sales, but these are also people that are in the community that um, are well-established. Okay, okay, and I see. So you're just kind of getting your name sunk in their head a little bit. Okay. That's correct, yeah. That's correct, yeah. So, they, I mean, these are the people. They are Renee's. They are Blake's. Um, they just either had boards already but weren't conditioning them. So right. I gave them this, and I gave them the small one because they'll probably run out after they do all of their boards properly. Yep. And then that's a reason to call me back, and then their friends can, oh, your board looks really good. What's going on? Oh, this guy, that's kind of, you know, I was just playing that one by ear, see what right, happens. Right, right. Uh, Long-term game. Make, make a little sample yep. and have it, have it ready with you of a worn board and one that's been uh, treated, right? So you can, it, it's, it's kind of falls in that line of dramatic demonstration. When they see the difference, and so, does your board look like this? <laughs> this is why you need this. And you can actually make sales out of that too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. My original thought was it was my lost leader, kind of my, you know, 15, 20 buck thing, but nobody was interested in buying it. So that's why I was like, well, I don't want to carry these home. And also, you know, for two bucks, it's a good, you know, it's a good calling card. So. Right. Right. Okay, Mark. Well, I'm pretty impressed with uh, what, where, where you've gotten. You've been working pretty hard at this and you've seen some uh, good success already. You got some things lined up. You're gathering emails. That is so important. So yep. you want to make sure at the end of the season that, uh, you, you, because you're in the digital, you've been in the digital space. You're aware of autoresponders. Uh, yeah. Uh, so an autoresponder is a service where automatic emails go out, and you can schedule them. So if if you have access to an autoresponder, or if, even if not, just put it on your calendar and email these at the end of the grilling yeah. season. The yeah. okay, it's time to take care of your board. You know, I just want to remind you. You know. That, oh, good idea for the yeah 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 for that part. I was like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. But then I'm like, oh, hold on. That's a really good idea. Yeah, end of grilling season. What is Irene the one with the kitchen? With the kitchen? Irene, no, Irene's the one. She's the realtor okay. that is uh, wants to give the boards as gifts. Okay. Who's the kitchen counter girl? Libby. Libby? Yep. Okay. So one of the things I was thinking with Libby is, is, is her husband is the real McCoy Blake, right? Um, 
So, yeah, he's the real deal. He doesn't have the insecurities. He's, he's, not, he's, he's not Blake. He's not Blake. He's he's no. uh, secure, uh, successful, um, successful Samuel or whatever. Yeah. Is he a griller? Oh, yeah. Okay. Then maybe you uh, need to give him a carving board instead of her. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? There was, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I see, as I see as the about. gift. You know, so now you've kind of touched them both. And with uh, Liddy, is she going to, since she, she can customize how these boards are all laid out, right? Right. Is that a part, part of the plan where you're going to have, take a bunch of boards to her and say, okay, here's here's the way, you know. Yeah, I've got is. a bunch of off cuts and, and shorts that I'm going to bring over. And then she's just going to make up the pattern that she wants. Perfect. Um, and have a, have a complete hand in, in designing the whole thing. Excellent, excellent. That's 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 pushing you up to your five k mark, just for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, excellent. Uh, one one of the things that uh, the cross selling when going back to this. Okay, so you're not. I want to come back to this other lady that said, "Do you want to make money? You know, or do you? You mm -hmm. know, do you, so." In complement to your cutting board business, you make the cutting board stands, right? They they'll cost fifty to eighty dollars, right? That can be part of the. Yeah, it became critically apparent that I need to get them only only if nothing else for display purposes, uh -huh. and um and I one of the boards that I made is is well it's the big board back here and even in my kitchen i'm like where am i going to put this damn thing <laughs> so it, it there was some practical requirements for it but then um some people are like oh my god this is art like this is beautiful i don't want to cut on it so that's why i'm actually i'm that's now my purpose everyday daily use daily driver cutting board in the kitchen but um but the idea of being able to put it on a stand um, became such a critical uh, thing. There was a couple of comments, actually. Somebody said, I don't know where the hell I'm going to put something like this. Yeah. And, or I've got a really small kitchen. So there was a couple things that I need to to address around that. But the, the stand is, is going to be critical. So you can make a stand for it. <laughs> and that that's there's a thought there. If you have really small kitchens, make a stand that mounts on the wall. Oh, good idea. Yep. Yep. Okay, so one of the things, yeah, one one of the, Katie, sorry, one of, the, one of the things Katie came up with, and I'm curious about your idea on this or your thoughts on this, um, is is to actually kind of like you know you know you have a, a knife block, right? Um, not to make the knife blocks, uh, but the the knife block where you have all your high end knives, um, is to have like a cutting board rack because people you know even myself I'm I'm looking at kind of going okay, uh, here's where I do all my primary uh, food prep veg and, and all those kind of things i don't put my raw meat on that i've got my raw meat board um and then i've got my garlic board right um that i cut my garlic up and, and any of that kind of stuff and my herbs they go on one board and i'm like oh okay well maybe do i make like kind of a a set because you can go to you can go to any store and you can buy a set small medium large and they're all kind of the same and then make a holder for that and actually kind of build that up what, yeah. what do you think? What do you think from that perspective? Well, that is squarely, squarely culinary, Kathy. Yeah. Right. So that is clearly on the avatar, and so 
Yeah, that's that's totally perfect. That's, that's totally perfect. And you talk her language. This is a herb herb carver board. Yeah. Right. The 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 meat carver board. Uh, yeah. So so there's a clear distinction. These are specialized boards. Just for, oh, it's beautiful. Excellent. So yes. Okay. Yeah. And, cool. and as I said, it's perfectly in line with what you're doing right now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Excellent. Um, and then the other thing too, I saw up at the they have a, a gift shop up there as well is they've got really cheap um, pine uh, barbecue scrapers, the wooden barbecue, barbecue scrapers. Um, they're selling for 25 bucks and like they're, they're cracked, they're checked, they're, yeah, I mean, they're just really, really cheap and they're incredibly overpriced. So I'm going to approach them as well and see for next year because they've already got their inventory for this year, but see for next year if I can get into their, uh, uh, into their uh, uh, gift shop. Yep. So. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. No. Things are things are working, and I like that you're taking the approach. So this is one of the things that, um, um, for the sake of anybody who's watching this, is uh, kind of the pattern that that I want to point out that Mark is sh showing. So he got something, he went to to go into business. You bought a CNC router, and yeah. then you were I don't know what to do. And I don't know if you have the mindset of, I'm going to make this, 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 you know, but you really didn't know what you were going to make. So you couldn't really make a decision, but there was the, the element of like, uh, you have to make something out of this that you didn't have a strong enough. Why to, to drive you hard on it. Um, so we dug into your why, right. And then we, once you understood not that you want to be a winner, but what that you don't want to be a failure again. And you you've got to succeed on your own and it has to be meaningful to other people. So so ultimately your personal feeling is wow, they really like what I do and you feel good and rewarded. Um and now you are going out and seeking that business and you're talking to people and you're taking action on it. And you are one of the things that I have focused on with you is thinking beyond uh, thinking beyond limiting thoughts, right? Like thinking beyond, uh, can I make it this month? You know, how much money do I, uh, you know, do I have enough money? I'm, or I'm not going to have enough money. I'm going to be out of a job. That's, that's nothing but holding you back. Those kind of thoughts are negative. So we've been focusing on the positive and you have been, uh, it hasn't been hard for you to make that transition. Oh, it's so, been hard. It's not been easy. I mean, there's been there's been some days between our sessions where I'm uh, just where where is it? That is the opening of my dust collecting unit that got ripped off the other day out of pure frustration uh -huh. because I <laughs> I was like, "F it, this is not going to work." And yeah, anyway, so that that is not easy, my friend. That that there's a bit of carl damage that happened over here right. <laughs> as the board went across the shop. So yeah. Okay, we are going to step away from the mentoring session for just a moment because I wanted to talk to you specifically. What you've been seeing is this success now starting to happen with Mark because he has built the foundations of a successful business, which happened in episode one, two, and three. This is why you must start at the beginning, build up your customer foundation, understand them, what do they want, where are they hanging out at, so you can truly market to them. What Mark is about to share next is about the mentoring. I specifically asked Mark, how do you feel about being mentored? 
And you're gonna find it pisses him off sometimes, and sometimes he wants to run away from it, but he also has that bigger dream because we talked about and identified his why in earlier podcasts. So if you haven't supported this, you might wanna favorite this podcast and buy a cup of coffee, help support me and what I'm doing for you to help you become an amazing creator down in the description is a link to buy me a cup of coffee. All right, with that, let's get back to Mark and finish up this mentoring session. Well, yeah, so I've had uh, a couple comments on the channel that uh, said that some people are challenged with my style when it comes to this. And um, there's a reason for the style that I that I use with you. Uh, it's, it's fairly assertive and direct. And so I guess I'll, I'll put it to you. What, 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 how do you, uh, do you find yourself irritated at me at times? Yeah. Good. Good. Exactly. That's what I hoped you would say. Here's, here's, here's the reality is I have, I have right now, I have, I have four people in my life that hold me accountable. Right. Um, Katie, my partner. Um, and with all due respect and love for her, it's not her job to hold me accountable at what I'm doing here. I'm accountable to my daughter and making sure that her needs are taken care of. And it sure as hell ain't her job to hold me accountable. Um, I've got my ex and child support. <laughs> so <laughs> there's an accountability over there. Absolutely. And don't want to hear from her as far as my accountability. Um, and then I got myself. And there are days where I wake up and I'm like, F it, let me go learn something new on, on how to, I don't know. I mean, I, I committed to myself. I wasn't going to, to spend any time until I got the confirmation to go forward on this, on this butcher block cutting board concept for the countertop. Um, but man, I tell you, there's a couple of times where I wanted to go and learn how to make one of those things just so that I didn't have to come out here or so I didn't have to make phone calls or, or whatever. And um, so, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Um, but that's the purpose, I believe, of why I have engaged with you to help me. Like, it's not supposed to be easy, right? Like, you're supposed to kick my ass and hold me accountable to stuff, right? Like, isn't that the purpose of a mentor? You know, you're not supposed to be my best friend and say, hey, let's just go have beers and laugh about it. That's at the end, right? I'm looking at this and I what I want from you is I want you to hold me accountable. Um, there's an added pressure, I'll be honest, of doing this live. It Quite frankly, it scares the snot out of me to come back to you and not have produced results. Um, Good motivator. Hell yeah. Um, and then there's also this, this whole public side of it which I really try not to pay attention to, um, but it, it's in the background and people are messaging me directly, privately uh, finding me. And it's kind of a bit scary to be honest with you. Um, but I met some really cool people doing that and some, some, other, some other individuals that were sharing some ideas. And it's like, yeah, gonna go out and sand again and, and, and all that. So to you guys, uh, uh, hey, how's it going? Um, but I, I mean, Here's the, th here's the thing. I'm not where I want to be in life right now. I'm, and I need to model process and structure and I need to model what works. And I need to be held accountable because um, I'm not, 
I'll be honest, I'm not strong enough to hold myself accountable to the, to the, to the results I need. But having you there to hold me accountable is kind of part of this gig and part of what our relationship is. And yeah, I mean, if I haven't done something, like put my feet to the fire, like that's quite frankly, that's your job. Like, I don't mean it to say that, but it, it really is in our relationship. It's to guide, it's to provide insight, it's to provide forward thinking, and then to kick my ass when I've gone out of line or, or redirect me back if you want a softer approach to it. But I need some ass kicking, right? And I need, I need, I personally need to be responsible and accountable to other people that I don't love that I can say, you know what, that guy just pissed me off, F him today. You know what I mean? Or I don't agree with you and have an argument with you knowing that it's not going to, you know, spill over into dinner and into tomorrow and into the weekend, you know, like that's not their job. Their job is to be loved and cared for and supported. That's kind of how I look at it. So anyway, yeah. So no, I, I, I think please the harder, the better. Yep. Okay. What, what is it that made you, um, well, okay. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the right way to ask this and see if you will answer it that way. Um, how is it that you are willing? What did you have to do to become willing to be pushed through mentoring? Um, so what locked you into it? I'll be honest with you. I did not expect to go the direction that we've been going. Um, uh, I, I need help making this thing move. Okay. That's, that's part of what this is about. Right. And I need to, I need to be, this thing is sitting idle right now and it's pissing me off. I need to get, I need, this thing needs to be making money for me. Right. But I don't know what to make. Um, some cases I don't know how to make it. Um, but the, I think, I think if I look back in our approach and Katie's asked me the same thing too, a little bit is, so what, you know, how come you haven't been making anything? I haven't even carving anything. And it's like, there's a different process going on here. Um, so I think the why is it's a bit bigger. It's kind of now started to show that, okay, it's just not about making something on the machine. It's about actually creating a business around this, creating a lifestyle that I want. I, I was jacked at the end of every day when I was up at the show, I was clear, like, this is where I want to be. Like, I love the praise. I love the, Janet comes back to me on Saturday morning going, I used the cutting board. I made breakfast for my family and it was awesome. And it was great. And I'm like, did it taste any better? And she's like, no. And I'm like, but did you have fun? She goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, perfect. <laughs> you know, and, and then people coming back and saying, this is the guy I was telling you about. Look at his stuff. And yeah, did everyone buy? No, I mean, but that's okay. But, but inside there was some pride going on. And one thing I didn't tell you about is I'm invited back next year already. And I've also been invited to present um, some of my stuff in the art gallery um that they that they do up against artists and woodcraft and there's a bowl turner that's that's turning bowls for 1800 bucks and they want my stuff alongside theirs now really like yeah and so that kind of that's something i never expected i need i just want to make some goddamn money you know what i mean but but why and and that's the thing and that's why i bust my ass to get to that show i wasn't ready i didn't have the processes but I knew I've got this goal, this, this 
this 5,500, you know, in six weeks, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm a week and a half into almost two weeks into it now. Um, I got to get there. And, and, and the why is the important part. I do not want to look, I will not look back on this time as a failure. This time, any mistakes I make are mistakes I'm learning from. And this will be the direction of where I'm going and I'm taking, I'm taking my life. I will be, I will be this guy, Jim, who at 86 years old is still turning boards and is like, you know, everyone loves his work and everyone has a piece of his work in their cottage. That will be me. You know, they will have a a board that, oh yeah, Mark made that. And, you know, and, and their kids are having it, you know, 50 years from now, their, their grandkids are cutting on that board. That's, that's just like freaking awesome for me. So and I never would have gotten there. I mean, we're not done. I mean, I still need to make this thing move. It's not moving. Okay. Right. <laughs> I need help with that. Um, but I, I, I've kind of given into the process and said this, there, Garrett's got a higher reason for this. So yeah, so that's, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Have I answered your question? You did. You did. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, it, it, one of the things that you have done is you know, you've paid me to do this and you continue to pay me per session. And so that's a sign of commitment, right? People don't respect free. Oh, it's free. I'll take it or leave it. Right. And so you have locked you, you committed to that in yourself to do that because you know, that would create some commitment within you to keep going. Um, So I wanted to ask you about all this avatar study we've done, because there have been a couple comments on the other videos that, uh, so why are you working so much on this, on, on this, this avatar and why is that so important? And so I would like for you, if you were okay with it, to spend a little bit talking about that to anybody that might be watching this, your progress through this avatar thing, studying, you know, coming up with um rewarding renee and barbecue blake uh culinary kathy and now you've got another one that you're kind of getting in there yeah um why how do you think that's helped you with this business yeah i so for my my uh, past background um it was required it was a requirement so from digital marketing and things it was a requirement to be able to write emails and add copy to be able to identify who that person was. Um, but I never did it in my own business. Um, for me now, being able to do it, I, walking the people, so I've got the table, they're walking past the table and it was the language that I was able to use is this is amazing. Wouldn't it be great, you know, when you have your next dinner party that, you know, you've got like a new board for other people and you can give it to them as something to cut on as everyone's preparing dinner. And she's like, oh my God, I've got my girlfriend's coming over and we're gonna, you know, do a girlfriend's night of, of uh, veggies and cheese and, and nibblies and wine and all that stuff. You know, we could totally do that. We could cut it on the, you know, I have one of the girls cut it on the board and then bring it out and we could all eat around it. I wouldn't have known that conversation needed to happen without that without that the other part of it too is i by knowing that renee and nancy and culinary kathy were my ideal target i knew how much energy and effort to put into the boards i knew that they needed to be elegant they needed to be of the highest quality i could personally produce they needed to have a kind of a a difference that they couldn't buy at the the shop down below 
uh, the, the, the gift shop or they couldn't uh, buy at one of the cities kind of as they're driving into town. It's something that they couldn't get locally. Um, and it, I needed to put a personalization on it that reflected the community that they were part of. Um, and I didn't have, uh, everybody that came past the booth um, was, was crystal clear. I knew, if, I knew exactly who they were based on two or three questions. You know, did you play tennis today? No, I, I don't do that stuff. Oh, did you have people over last night? No, we don't entertain a lot, you know? And I was able to gauge very quickly, you know, the people that didn't entertain, didn't play tennis, you know, didn't have family up, um, they were not buying the boards. Like it was, it was like so easy to tell. So it led into a few questions and I knew who, if there was five people standing in front of me, I quickly could discern who I needed to spend time with. Um, so that was that. And um, ironically enough, the, the last day of the show, we had to go back to the cottage and clean up. And uh, two people bought boards with even without me being there, the team that was signing up and, and taking all the payments and everything like that, I asked who they were. They were known people. And I, I said to Kim, I'm like, who are these, who are the people that bought them? And it was so-and-so and this other person. And I'm like, what are they like? Oh, this one entertains. This one's really big in the tennis community and the whole bit. It's like, I wasn't even there in my avatars buying the product. You know what I mean? So I think I think from that perspective, it helped me get really clear. Um, it also helped me to not put crap on the table that wasn't going to sell to this community. And so as a result, I didn't waste my time on making stuff that wasn't for them. Um, now, if I go to a different market, I have to look at my, you know, maybe it's maybe it's knickknack Nancy. I don't know. But um, uh understanding that was was vital in quality in pricing um i like this board you know this board i sell for 250 220 yeah i still have the price tag i'm using my kitchen 225 bucks I'm, I'm selling this board for right it's got it's got the low it's got my my personalization on it um it's got Paduke Purple Heart. It's got some African uh, mahogany down at the bottom um, and lots of figured wood and stuff like that. Um, I would never have thought that I could sell that for 220 bucks. When I, before we started talking uh, and before we started looking at this, I was thinking maybe 120 bucks, right? But I said, okay, well, let me see if it'll sell for twice that. And lo and behold, I have two left out of seven. So, you know what I mean? Like, so that was good. Um, one broke, but <laughs> so I think, I think the question about spending time on the avatar, it dials back into where do I spend my time in the shop? And then what am I, what am I making and who am I serving? Right. And who, who become my fans? Um, it also helped me make sure that my, the presentation of my table was classy and elegant. Um, I didn't overwhelm the table with a bunch of stuff. It was easy. There was only a few pieces on the table at any given time. There was inventory at the back they could choose from, but from what they could touch and grab at the front, there was only a few pieces. Um, small, medium, large, exotic basically was what it was. The other pieces were in the back, like behind me at another table. Um, and then it also allowed me 
to address the question of who are you, what do you do, what's going on, and it, it helped me to uh, frame the conversation of how I got into this, right? And so um, that was a big that was a big thing. So it really came down to what to make, what to focus on, the quality, what to present, how to present, what to say, and what questions to ask. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So. Yeah, you, you used uh, a couple words, exotics and domestics, right? Yeah. These are good sounding words, right? They're going to yeah. be impressive to to uh, Renee, especially. Yep. And she's going to be drawn to the, ooh, exotics, huh? That's a the special. Kid, there, there was a boy who was about 11 or 12 years old. He was with his dad and then mom shows up and he's like, come, come see these exotic woods. They're really cool. They're from around the world. You know, and she's like, oh, what do you mean by exotic? So it was an opportunity to open up the conversation to something. Cool. Yeah. So one of the things you, you stated here was, you know, at the end of the day, you were able to charge twice the amount of money that you originally had in your mind of what you could sell these boards for. I because, never did. Yeah. Because yeah, you, because, right. Because you understand what drives this avatar, what they need and how they need to go about it. And interesting about the, the questions and the languaging. So we talk a little bit about that uh, as far as the languaging when you're talking to, to Renee as opposed to talking to Mediocre Mary. Sorry, say more? So when you're, you're, when you're talking to the, this, your avatar at your booth, yes. what is the languaging that you're, that you're observing? And the other thing is, is what did Renee look like? What, how was she dressing? How was she carrying herself, her body language? Um, that was hard to determine because it's cottage country and it was raining every day. Okay. Um, and sometimes Renee was coming in from tennis. Um, so most of the time, one of the discerning fact uh, items, they all had a piece of quality jewelry on, not a wedding ring, but they all seemed to have a piece of quality wedding uh, jewelry on. Mm -hmm. um, they all... Um, they were all kind of 45 plus. Um, they weren't, they were 45 plus and they were kind of capping at about 65. Um, the older women that were there, um, I think they come from a different generation where you don't spend on this stuff. Um, that was my sense um, because I know their cottages and or I know their families. Um, by way of introduction over the last five years of being in this community um and so i know that they're they're the frugal ones they're the ones that save to make this community and this opportunity happen for their children and their grandchildren um but as far as the as far as that after that it was a crapshoot i mean some were in literally like grubby sweats and cottage clothes that you know you'd go camping in and some were in summer spring dresses uh, with a raincoat over top and they they were out they were out to be seen you know what uh, i mean okay yep no, that's good that's that's a good way of putting it yeah that was that part was hard to be uh that part was hard to, to, to distinguish um there was no hesitation on purchasing um it was i have to have this put this aside here's my name and number i'll be back in an hour um you know i'm gonna go look at everything and mix and mingle um there was no hesitation there was an interesting there was three men who all took pictures and sent to their wives. Um, 
two of the men bought one did not um and the man the the one guy said i should have just bought it because i love it she doesn't but i love it and of course there was a bunch of women around you know kind of joking and prodding him a little bit because he was he's a realtor in the community and well known um but uh there was some of that so there's very much a he didn't make the decisions on kitchen items and implements <laughs> uh questions um the questions were how do you so how, how does the how, do you paint them that was that was the big one do you paint and stain them this way no i don't it was understanding the wood um they wanted to know the species and the source of the woods um they wanted to know um when i told them about the process that i go to through to to select wood out of well let me just grab this so this is what i find right like i don't know if you can see that but this is this is a gnarled piece of wood right it's covered in you know stuff and stains and, and all that stuff so that'll get milled down and i'll find two or three strips out of this right and so that story um of finding the diamond in the rough or finding the the beauty in 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 the wood and all that and then piecing it together um people really resonated with that um then the story is well how does the glue not come apart and i have to explain some of the technical not not getting into um jargon but just say it's it's stronger than the wood you know modern chemistry it works amazing and i said i broke a board it fell off a shelf and the wood split not the board not the, the laminate so you know it's um you know canadian wood failed not the glue <laughs> um then we spoke about um the longevity that was a a, a conversation we had uh pretty much all the time um and i was asking questions about well, what's what does your grandma's board look like that you use now because the community up there has been around since 1900 ish so there's there's a lot of old generation you know multi-generation families up there so a lot of stuff my grandmother used or my mother used that kind of stuff and so it was how's your how's your mom's board look or your grandma's board look and I'm like yeah it looks like crap it it's it's been beat to snot but we love it because my grandma cooked on it and she's no longer with us she was 92 last time she was up and i said well these boards if you maintain them with the board butter and you do all that stuff they will last that long and so um there was a lot of those kind of conversations so there was that you know longevity and and things and then there was questions about well um how will it show marks and things like that i'm like yeah well you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a knife on wood, like it's going to, um, but you know, it's not, it's not for decoration, you know, and they'd pick them up and like, oh, these are hefty. I'm like, yeah, these are made to be used. It's, you know, it's, it's artistic, it's artisan, it's, you know, it's, it's meant to be an heirloom piece and it's meant to be, you know, kind of a, a, a piece in your kitchen that you can show off and people can ooh and all over. That's what it's intended to do. And it all seemed to resonate well. Good, good. So you pointed something out uh, indirectly, but you used the word a couple of times. And there's a phrase in marketing that facts tell, stories sell. So yep. you're, what you are identifying is uh, the story behind it is what's is what's grabbing your customer and that's peaking their emotion and they want to embrace the certain values, the, the uh, sustainability. Um, 
the generational thing, which by the way, when you have that, that you know, we don't want to get rid of grandma's cutting board. You know, don't you want generational cutting boards? Don't you have your mom's cutting board? Don't you need yours in the generation now? Yeah, just a little thought for you in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, but the idea, the idea is story is what draws people in. And if it's a meaningful story, it's the kind of idea as the daddy-daughter thing. There's story behind that. There's inspiration. Uh, the fact that you're salvaging, you're saving exotic woods that are going to get turned yeah. into, and, and, yeah, it's going to be turned into mulch, right? Yeah. Uh, that's story. And it's one of the things that you indicated, but just by all the stuff you talked about, is your avatar has a certain level of sophistication. Yes, they they want to understand this whole process of of what I didn't expect that, but they seem yeah. to. I mean, pretty much everybody was asking questions about the manufacturing process, mm-hmm. about the you know maintenance of it, and and how it will wear. That was those were three long, uh, pretty much consistent questions that I had. Right, right. I and did not expect that at all. Yep, but that's that's pretty consistent of of some of the other values that Renee has and Blake sure. has, they want quality yep. stuff and they yep. want to understand the quality behind it. So they're not, there's this thing behind them. They have to validate inside of themselves that this is up to my standard. And that's why yep. they ask those type of questions. And so that's a good gauge for you too. When you're talking to somebody to start uh leading them into that type of space the sophistication space and if they're not willing to go to that space they're not going to spend the money on it right you and then you can redirect them to to katie's table you know because because maybe it's a uh, mommy mary who's really inspired by the by, or or whatever it might be you know to your daughter's your daughter's table yep. um one of the other things you said is when somebody comes by, yeah, I, I'm going to come back and get this. Here's my number, uh, whatever. When somebody expresses that kind of interest, but they, if you get that kind of non-committal, get their number. Say, oh, if this, I was yeah. getting the number. And, uh, okay. yeah, I'm sorry, let me rephrase. Um, <clears throat> the only way I was holding a board for them is yeah. the, the purchasing was done on a chit system where um, they couldn't leave the marketplace without paying. And so I write, all the vendors wrote up on a receipt book, their, the sale, and then that was a committed sale. So walking in, if you gave your member number or you gave an email address, you had committed to the sale. And so I was only putting a board back if I received and, and they signed the, uh, the check. Okay. So, okay. okay, yeah. All right, very cool. All right, so yeah. So very good. So where do you find yourself at now that, I mean, you've, you've had success, right? You've, yes. you've seen it now and you've, you've, you've made cash and you've got some other things that are developing in the pipeline. Um, do you find yourself in any kind of constraint at the moment? Um, the constraint is understanding the, the next set of products. Um, um, it's, it's really leveraging this thing now that's that's the bit i need to to figure out what to do so um i'm hoping that our next session we can get more into the operational side of it um uh i mean is this has all been great and it's been eye-opening and and all that but i think um i'd like to see a little bit more of, of this i'm sorry they just turned on can you hear uh, not really you you don't hear the, the lawnmowers across the street nope i heard a little bit for a moment but now i can't hear it now okay cool 
Yeah, it's not on the garage door. Um, so yeah, that's the uh, that's a bit about the kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, that that idea of, of daddy daughter sign kind of concept makes makes sense. I can definitely then begin to maximize this thing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to figure out: Do I? Because the cutting boards, there's a lot of work, and there's little um, CNC work on it. Um, on the personalization side of it, I can definitely get a lot more into that. Um, having to make sure that any of the engravings that I'm doing are filling with epoxy so that I'm not creating uh, food pocket voids and things like that. Um, and then designing up um, the stand and making the stands. I, I definitely want to leverage this to make the stands and you know, kind of carve out you know, a dozen of them at once and uh you know kind of build up the wood and then put that down and get that going so understanding how to build some of the hardwoods and that i think that's kind of now the next step that i'm stuck in um and yeah that's kind of where i'm at right now okay all right uh one of the things if, if you that's a good idea since you're not using your cnc a lot right now and, and signs with with your the uh, signs are a good product to be put on there you know obviously and if this is going to be a daddy daughter thing it's really ideal to run run her through the avatar thing too so she gets a very clear picture okay right. good idea yep, yep. actually that'd be a fun exercise yeah okay so uh yeah i guess i haven't actually been writing down a whole list of things for you to do you seem to be doing pretty good other than i want to make sure you stay in contact with your customers those that bought make sure in about a month you set yourself up some kind of reminder that in a month you just make contact with them or two weeks and ideally via phone okay you know because that's where they can say oh yeah thank you mark i love it so much blah, blah, blah. i'm doing this and that you know um and that's where you can uh upsell you can cross sell you can, you know where you're keeping it right yeah. so so you know what the cutting board stands are a very natural thing. So you might want to start working on that and come up with some kind of design and maybe even, you know, right, use the same wood patterns that you use for these things for the, yep. for the carving boards, something like that, uh, whatever you want to do. So let's see, uh, contact your customers. There's uh, the one, those that have already bought, you just, you, uh, like a month or two ago, if you had any sales, you did have a few, you said, get in touch with those or have you already? Um, yeah, no, the ones, the ones that, uh, that I sold a little while ago, I reached out, I reached out before I, before I left because I had made up a bunch of board butter okay. and so I, they're local. So I was able to drive around and give it to them as a gift. So awesome. Awesome. And how did they take it? I was great. Um, couple were on vacation. Um, so it was left in you know mailbox and I just mm. sent them a text and a picture. Uh, the two people that, um, uh, that I did meet up with, mm. I showed it to them. And one of them, then the next day called me and was like, Oh, wow, this is great. Yeah. It totally brought it back to the way you gave it to me. Right. So. Okay, good. Good. Okay. Um, yeah. So when's your next show? I don't know yet. Uh, potentially Saturday. Okay. I'm, I'm trying out for my local community. There's, um, they've got a, a farmer's market, uh, 10 till 10 till two. So a quick four hour deal. So, uh, it's a $25 table. Um, so I put my application in yesterday. So I'll hear, I should hear back by Wednesday. Okay. Have you been to that market before? I have not. No, I 
I've never been to the market. I just drove by uh, when we came home yesterday. I was like, okay, there's my next place. Let's okay. see what happens. So, All right. Do a little, do a little quick research on that to know yeah. the avatar. Cause yeah. if, if Renee isn't going to that place, you're going to have, a, you know, it, it can be a wasted eight hours. Right. You want an okay. alternative. That's where you want an alternative. Yeah. This may be where mommy's going. Um, did I mention before about the toddler stand to you? Yeah. We've spoken about that. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody, yeah. Um, you, were, you want to, you want to ex explore uh, more about what the toddler stand is and the avatar and things. Yeah. The, well, the risk that there may be some kind of risk behind it. What do you mean by that? Uh, someone commented on one of the, the video where we talked about that, that they were doing something like that and they had to get out of it because there was uh, either they couldn't keep up with insurance on it or there's some risk risk issues on it uh, where if the piece of furniture failed, you know, that somebody got hurt, that it could come back to you. Oh, right. So you may uh, actually what I'll do is just ask that person to comment down below this video. So the, and be very clear on what the issue was that that made you pull away from it so mark can get that insight i hadn't thought about that so this is yeah this i guess i need the, to look into insurance and all that stuff too don't yeah, i this, this is the mommy mary product at the toddler's toddler stand in the kitchen type of thing especially if they're on the counter right yeah yeah and then and, uh, you know junior falls off the counter because of yeah that's interesting okay i hadn't thought about that but yeah that makes sense Okay. Yep. So just we'll, we'll we'll sorry, but it's up here. It's okay if they fall. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll look into that. So you are in good pro you know, your progress is excellent now. So you said something about uh you want to talk more about the machine next time. Yeah, I'd like to uh if it's okay, I'd like to um I'd like to talk about a couple um processes about um, still, I'm still confused. We spoke quickly last time and just with the show and everything, I haven't had a chance to implement it, mm -hmm. but carving out the logo, you can see in the background, there's the large board that I've already painted getting ready to make the logo. Mm -hmm. um, just about being able to mill that up properly and, um, and you know, and, and get it so that it's, it's done, done properly. And then the other thing is I want to get to kind of um, some production ideas. You know, I'm looking at, there was a couple ideas that this woman had said might might sell. Um, so I want to see, you know, make a couple up and, and see what they look like. So I might have some questions around that. Okay. Okay. Um, I just, I just yeah. want to challenge you a bit. I want to make sure that, that the, you know, you're, you're you are paying me to help you make money, right. Yes. To learn how to do that. And so if this is something that's going to, the, the, and, and to understand business so if this is going to be around that foundation of that growth then uh you're okay you know that's maybe deviating a little bit from why you originally brought me in right because now the technical stuff so i just want to be clear that that's the, that that's the direction you want to go in yeah i think right now it's um i'm trying I'm, I'm trying to get this thing to work and yeah. i kind of feel it, it's it's beginning to be an irritant for me because um, okay. I'm trying to do some things and and it's not working the way I need it to, um, and so because of that I'm I'm less I'm more hesitant to actually do anything on it than um, <laughs> you know what I mean like it's like okay I can go make cutting boards I know how to do that I figured that one out and there's I just I've got some block um, 
okay, here's the thing. I know, I know how to build websites. I know how to do email marketing campaigns. I don't even have to bat an eye. I can do it in my sleep. I did not have time to do it for this event. Right. And um, quite frankly, I didn't have time to organize my shop better or anything. I just had to go and do it. And um, I think I'm overthinking the machine. I think I'm trying to, I think I've watched too many videos and I've got too many different ideas floating around in my head about how to, um, just how to achieve a few, a few items. Yeah. Like one of, one of them is using the router to make a juice groove as opposed to having to build a, a kit uh, to do that. Um, I, right now I'm putting the logo on the back side. People have said they don't want the logo on the back side. They brought, they want it on the side. So I'm thinking, do I cut? an opening here so I can clamp the board underneath the table, you know, and then, and then have it come up. <laughs> oh, no, no, absolutely not. You'll, you'll be amazed. It's, it's a simple G code. It's one, one code that will help translate all this stuff. Okay. So, yeah. So these are the things that yeah. I'm trying to figure out. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of struggling a little bit on this stuff. So, and like I said, I think I'm overthinking it. Just like people, people always say to me, oh, well, I, I, need a, I need a website to start your business. Well, you don't. I didn't have a website to start my business. And I've already got, you know, seven, 15 people signed up um, and more. I've already seen since we've been talking, more people are signing up today um, about uh, signing up for the boards. And it's, simple, it's just a simple, quick landing page with a form on it. I didn't have a week to create the fancy, beautiful landing page and, and the website and all that stuff. So I did the next best thing. I, I'm overthinking this. I know I am. And I need, I just need some guidance so that I can okay. actually get my Okay. All right. So the first thing I'll say is stop watching YouTube videos with all these different things because it, it's making you want to make all kinds of stuff. And, and so it is yeah. overthinking you. We have defined your niche and we have defined your avatar. You need to get solidly into that space before you start to branch out now you can make subtle products but even in the youtube comments that i get oh he could do this he could do that he can do that and no you don't do that you got you know that's that's part of why i'm here with you is we're going to stop you it's stop watching youtube stuff that's giving you all these these new ideas that's causing a lot of confusion we will figure out how to use your cnc router in your niche and um yeah, we we and you can complement it with with your daughter. Okay. Yeah. Maybe and maybe okay. that's maybe that's the direction we go, or maybe maybe Katie uh, creates a product line or something. But yeah. 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 So don't get spazzed out on the fact that the machine is not running <laughs> because because in the last week you made twenty two hundred dollars. Yeah. Fair know? enough. Okay. Yeah. Fair and, enough. And, and the only and and all you did was laser burn a logo, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Right. So you and, and the tree, and the tree. We made the tree, so that's. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I won't show the whole thing because it's my kind of. It's now my my thing, but there's there's what I ended up doing is it's the bent pine that's kind of up north. So there's the rock and the bent yeah. pine and so on. Right. You know, one of the things I found um, is I found with the laser the different wood species. It was burning deeper at different levels. Yeah. Um, and so I want to try this with a router and be able to do the same thing. But again, you know, like there's this big honking void at the bottom, right? So how do you, how do you do that and get the kind of detail you need? Right. 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 You know, cause it, cause it's, 
I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty fine work, but you use the V-carve bit back and forth, you use the end mill, what's the process for making this? Okay. You know, and then, and then can, I put, can I lay out, you know, five boards? And then how do I set the zeros for each of them? And like, I'm trying to think of how can I batch some of this stuff so I don't have to sit there and go, okay, every 10 minutes, I got to walk back into the machine. You know, maybe I can set up an hour's worth of work so I can go do something else and be productive for an hour. Right. right. Those are kind of some of the things I'm trying to figure out. Right. Okay. All right. So here's what we'll do then. This is part of your other task is before we meet next week is um, make sure uh, one of the things you didn't do was the the thermometer thing for your income. So make sure you do that. Remind me thermometer? The thermometer to show your money growth. Oh, like turn this into like a thermometer. Turn that into a thermometer. Okay. I can yep. do that. Okay. Um, and have a list of, in order to use the CNC router, right? We, we yep. want to incorporate that. So what I want you to do is kind of get yourself into a position. Are we going to, are you going to work with Sophie? Or are you going to incorporate it into you, what you're doing? Sophie, Katie, which Sophie's your daughter, right? Sophie's my daughter, Katie's my yep. partner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you're going to be doing that, you know, it's, we just don't want to get too much stuff going on at one time. You're still, you're still, you saw success with cutting boards, but that doesn't mean you're going to see success next week or week after. Right. Right. It's kind of like this. Um, the, uh, my mentor, one of my mentors before he was working his mentor was a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. And he was not quite a millionaire yet, but he, he said, I went up to my mentor and I said, I made $500,000. And his mentor said, so what are you half a millionaire now? <laughs> right. The idea is, are you, are you half, uh, half successful now? Uh, because you're, you're only halfway at your 5.5 K. Yeah. Right. So we can't lose sight of that goal and what's going to get you there. And we've spent a lot of time on that. So don't let yourself get too confused. If you find yourself getting confused, how can I make this thing run? There's, oh, I can make that because I see that on YouTube or something like that. Put on the brakes. We've got our niche. You understand who's buying it and you've got an amazing product and let that router thing kind of mold into it. You're, you're not there yet, right? You feel good, but you're not there yet. So let's... Okay. Do, do you I'm understand what I'm what I'm saying to you? Can reiterate yeah, back do. to me. I do. I'm, I'm going to avoid the shiny the shiny syndrome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we will get that machine running and using on, on your stuff. Let let that kind of mull out. You know, write the question down. How can I incorporate my CNC router, you know, your long mill, into this business? And let that question rest with you. Some ideas will come to you. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're, they're now. Can you hear the, the blower? I'm sorry. Nope. nope. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, it looks like Zoom is doing good at filtering things out or your cell phone is. Okay, my friend. Then your tasks are just go through it again. Yeah, so I've got the thermometer, the list of the projects that uh, I can do on the CNC, uh, chat with Sophie and see what she's doing. And then if she wants to participate, follow up with the customers who bought and set up a system for that. 
um, to, to remind myself to follow up with them in a, in a month. Um, and then design out the cutting board stands. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Worn board butter. Oh, and so, then create, a, create the worn board versus the one with board butter, right? And look at you know, the, the conditioned board versus a non-conditioned board. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then the uh, end of grilling season, put that in a calendar to get set up. Yep. Okay. So look at that list. And yep. what, what part of that list will make money? Following up with people that bought. Oh, I also have here following up the people that didn't buy that I have their contact information for. Mm -hmm. Um Oh, I didn't, I didn't asterisk it, but I'll put it back here, is to research the market for Saturday. Yeah. Because it could be a complete waste of your time going that market. Yeah. The, the other thing is, uh, the other thing that's going to make the money is getting those stands ready. Yes. Design those stands. It's not there. That's not immediate. You got to do the upfront work. But then when you contact your customers at the end of the month or whatever, you'll be able to uh hey i got the stand you know it's uh yeah let's I put get stands that. make money <laughs> yeah stands make money okay good so focus on the money items yes right we still have to get to the 5.5k you got four yep. weeks to do it yep four right. weeks four i can weeks. do this yep you can do it i will do this all right there you go all right then i will talk to you next week okay my friend thanks so much okay i'll see you Take care. Bye. Bye. And there you have it, the mentoring session with Mark. Number four, where you've now seen Mark actually hit 50% of his goal quite early on because he was driven, he got the right knowledge and the guidance, and he's coachable. So, so important. If you have not already, you may want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, IDC Woodcraft, the link will be down in the description box. And of course, you can support the channel, as I said before. I provide all kinds of resources for you. You can go to www.idcwoodcraft.com and you'll find them all there. I'm always adding to it. Most of all, my ambition is to help you become the most amazing CNCer out there and where you can make projects that make people happy. I mean, isn't that where the fulfillment truly lies in us doing what we truly love and by virtue of that, making other people happy, and they're willing to pay us to make them happy. I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft. I hope you have a great day, better tomorrow. Thanks for being here. Happy CNCing.